Welcome to the One O'ahu Podcast. I'm Brandi Higa, and today is Thursday, December 7th, 2023. And we're just a handful of days removed from opening night of this year's Honolulu City Lights. And joining us this week is someone who's had a very important role in this annual holiday tradition for quite some time now, Owen Ho. Owen, thank you so much for making some time. Thank you for inviting me. And you were on stage this year for opening yes. night, recognized by Mayor Rick Blangiardi. Did you have fun on Saturday night? I had fun. It's always fun. And the weather always turns out true, great. True, that's true. So, Owen, how did this start for you? How did your start with Honolulu City Lights begin? I originally was with Duty Free Shoppers as their visual director for the U.S. division. And Frank Fossey had lunch with our president one day. And Frank Fossey had said he had an idea of City Lights and if Duty Free could help as a corporation company. Mm -hmm. So they they donated my services. So uh, I was told to call Carol Costa of the city and we went out to lunch together and that's when we came up with different ideas on how to. So what what was your role? Designer. And so you designed what exactly? The Shaka Santa. we, I, we had a couple of ideas. At that time, Frank Fossey was a Democrat, well, and he passed away as a Democrat, but he was also a Republican, and he was an independent. So we had a nativity scene, and they said, we can't have a nativity scene because it's city. So then we went with an elephant in the fountain, shooting water <laughs> up, and then he became an independent. So that was thrown out. So we went with the Shaka sign, which Frank Fauci was known for. But we did it that we could cut off the wrist of Santa and have him just waving rather than Shaka. And after Frank Fauci's term, Jeremy Harris became mayor. And he said, no, it's an icon. We can't cut Santa's hand. And the Shaka sign, Santa stayed. That's interesting. So I didn't even realize there were so many other statues or sculptures that went into the fountain no no we contemplated oh contemplate i see carol and i and so once shaka santa kind of became a reality um how else has your role involved because you were involved in several other statues i've uh, i pretty much designed 90 percent of the other statues i don't create them because i'm not that creative but i come up with the concept put it on paper and then give it to the city and the city find somebody or I help find an artist to do it. Were you happy with the way that they turned out? Yeah, great. Not all of them, but bulk <laughs> of them are. Um, and was was the Shaka always his left hand? No, we did his, yeah, is it his left? Or which, sure. yeah. I think yeah. A, yeah, it is his left. Yeah. Uh, no, we just tried it that way and eventually when Mrs. Claus came in, that was perfect, so it wasn't blocking her face. I see. Your role, you, you mentioned Shaka Santa. How, how has your role evolved over time? Uh, being with, with Carol and creating, I was just a helper. And then finally Carol said, we want to put you on the board of directors. And Jeremy formed a, a friends of Honolulu City Light to help it go on after his term. And the friends, have me on the board of directors with them and we create and we pretty much finance the bulk of the cost of the things that go into it and that's to help keep it free for the city and for people attending. What do you think 
Mayor Fossey would say if he saw what this has grown into today? Oh, we created a monster. <laughs> He'd have a big laugh out of it. Yeah. Um, you know, his idea of kind of just it, it originally just this free tree lighting event, right? Yes. And now yes. there's a block party, there's a parade, um, and you were there every step of the way. Yes. At the beginning, we even planned on it going down to Waikiki. But along the way, we stopped shot at Thomas Square. Uh So only the Blaisel Center is part of it. And in all your years of work, which sculpture, which part of Honolulu City Lights, what are you most proud of? I guess Shaka Santa. It'll be here after me. (laughs) You're a Kamuki grad, right? Kamuki grad, 64. (laughs) How do you think your upbringing, you know, your experiences played a role in the things that you were able to create? Because it really seems this is dedicated to kids who, you know, like yourself was, you know, that local kid growing up in Hawaii. Uh, My uncle was, you know, in Hawaii, everybody's Yeah, everybody's your uncle. (laughs) My uncle was Neil Blaisdell. So I was always running around City Hall, and I was involved with my grandmother and Uncle Neil in the cocktail reception, the cocktail part. So I was kind of exposed to that. Then at Kaimiki High School, I got involved in uh, anything with the community. And from there, I got hired at Sears and then Liberty House and then finally Duty Free. And Duty Free was anything for the community. Is there an idea that you had that didn't make it to Honolulu City Lights? That you wish would have? Uh, Waikiki, we were gonna put giant statues on the sidewalk, actually on the beach so that at night people could walk the beach with all the lights with Christmas trees and statues and and that never came along because the state is the beach Mm. but when you hit the water it's federal so we had to go city, county, state and that was too much and then the Waikiki Business Association had to get involved also. What about here on the Fosse grounds? Is there anything that you would have wished to have seen come to fruition? more exhibit on the back end. Oh, okay. And we were starting to, and then it drew back because kids were hijacking. Oh, no. The homeless was hijacking people coming down to look at stuff. So slowly we cut it in so we could get more security. And Owen, do you have a role model? Yes, I do, but it's, it's the Hawaiian people. I like anything Hawaiian from the heart. And you had mentioned, you know, you work so closely with Mayor Fossey. You work so closely with Carol Costa. Um, How how did that kind of evolve? You mentioned that you kind of have a relationship with every single mayor that has come through this building that we're sitting in now um, since that time. It's because of Honolulu City Lights. We formed a club, Friends Up, to support so we always get a relationship with the mayor because it is a project of the city and we're just helping the city all the departments get involved and do you get a chance to sit back and and watch as the families and the kids really come and get to enjoy your your hard work yes i do people come up and tell me i have pictured as a as a kid with shaka santa by the fountain and and it only tells me i'm getting old (laughs) no um Tutu Mele. Yes. She kind of evolved over the years as well. Can you talk about that? Yes. She was done by an employee of Parks and Recreation. 
and uh, they decided to add Millie to to Santa, and they made her very mainland. Mm. So the first year I got re-involved, she had on a shawl, a hat, and uh, we we cut the shawl off. We took the hat off. We put hibiscus in her hair. We put Hawaiian bracelets and a queen that lay to make her Hawaiian. She was ready for the winter. <laughs> Uh, this year's program was dedicated. I know you've mentioned her a few times now, Carol Costa. Yes. What did she mean to you? She did everything. Uh, she gelled. She had the community. She'd pick up the phone and ask the CEO of a company, like, would you put a tree in your, your light in on the sidewalk? Or would you mm -hmm. do God? And, and if we needed funding, she would help solicit so that we could get money to do again the exhibits for free with minimal city money. I read somewhere um, where she explained, quote, white doves and gold balls, end quote. So that was it yeah. to describe the very first decorations yeah. on the tree back in the 80s. That was Eileen Anderson's term. Yeah. And, and so how fitting is it that a dove yes. incorporated this year for Carol? The employees at the city wanted to do something for Carol. Sorry. And that's why uh, one of the employees who worked with Carol carved a dove life-size out of wood and we have it up on the tree. And that's for Carol. What do you hope people take away when they see that? Just love and aloha. Carol was a mainland lady, but all Hawaiian at heart. And what was it like working with her? Because not all of us got the privilege to know and work with her. She was kind. She was humble. She was patient. She'd listen to everything. I know she had to deal with the press, but she was humble and she gave them whatever information she could. I know when I'd be driving and I'd see a fountain out, I'd pull over, call Carol, how come the fountain in Kapahulu is not <laughs> working? And she'd say, oh, because the pump is on order, and so and so. So I would always call her and tease her, but <laughs> she would go right along with it. And what was her reaction when she was tasked with this? That was when she called me, and we had a meeting, because I yeah. had never met her. We went to Fishmonger's wife at Alawana Shopping Center. We had lunch, and we talked about possibilities. I thought... Santa was one idea. Another idea was gummy bears running around. You know how gummy you shape them, put them all over as elves. So we talked about many ideas. And I guess as you're going through these ideas with Carol, um, were there any arguments? Were there ideas that you had that she shot down or, nope. or that she nope. had that you shot down? Or Yes. Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So it did work that way. Some of the things I would tell Carol because she'd watch TV and see QVC and Otter Christmas ornament. And I'd have to tell a Carol, therefore, residents, we need commercial grade. We need them bigger than life. We need, we need the wow impact. Uh, you, you just said ornaments. You were in charge of the ornaments as well, right? I, I designed them. And then one day she called me and said, Ilani Palace has an ornament that she liked, and they're raising money. I said, well, I know Jim Bartell, who was the curator at Yelani Palace. So I called Jim, and Jim gave me the name of the company that produced them. 
So I designed all the ornaments for Honolulu's City Light. We sent it to the mainland and it's made on the mainland. Uh, the people that do the White House ornaments do our ornaments. Oh, so wow. the quality is top. And so that's how that was born, that you guys saw across the street that this was yes. happening and then, interesting. And so what was, your, what was your favorite ornament that you designed and why? I like Hanauma Bay okay. because of the turtles and everything in the water. I like Hanauma Bay and I like uh, Eddie Wood Go for the surfing meet. And I like uh, the zoo I thought I liked. But then when I looked at it later, these too many, I put too many animals in, so it's too cluttered. You don't have a visual impact. And if you can just talk about, I'm sure when you first got into this, um, you felt a little different about it than you do now. Yes. If you can explain that. Uh, at the beginning, it was all an adventure. We were doing something new, something that had never been done before. Now it's how do we live up to what we did and hopefully it'll carry on when we're gone. And how do you think you did that? Getting all the little kids that had their pictures taken involved to design. One year we had uh, Parks and Recreation have uh, their summer fun program. Oh, okay, yeah. Designed large ornaments and like cookie cutters and we would have them judged during summer and then pick the winners and have those made into 16 18 foot tall ornaments for the lawn that went on for a couple of years and then the mayor changed and they had different ideas so and oh and as your friends and family and more people that knew you found out your involvement and what you do did they contribute their ideas unsolicited or solicited no no, no. they know no. better they don't even come down for the but opening of the light. So you're the only one out of your family and friend group that, that is yes, involved? Yes. They all admire what I do, but they don't get involved at all. And growing up, were you that kid that was just obsessed with Christmas? You, you Not only Christmas, because I was with Duty Free and I was retail. So I was always flying and doing programs. and So I was always involved. I loved getting involved. And out of all the years, because, you know, we've been reading that HCL is approaching 40 years, which was your favorite year? Oh, boy. Probably the first. The first. First, because it was the first time we did something really fabulous, and it lived on. And after that, I mean, was there was there an addition to the displays that you were like, oh, we, we really did it this year? or No, we add something new every year. Oh, we try to. Sometimes, like COVID, we had to scale right. back. You know, in the spirit of Christmas, Owen, what do you want for Christmas? Hmm. Peace. <laughs> That's... <laughs> no, just happiness. And be Hawaiian at heart. Just enjoy, appreciate what you have. And for those that do come by, because Honolulu City Lights is on display um, for the month of December, what do you hope they take away? The Christmas spirit, uh, not necessarily giving, but give it for yourself and the aloha. And you had mentioned that this has kind of changed as each mayor came into office. Yes. What kind of changes have you seen? The participation in the community. Uh, when Frank Fossey and Jeremy were mayors, we had border water supply would come and, and help put up the exhibits. 
uh, the fire department could help. They don't now because they're first responders. That was after 9-11. And just the community and downtown with all the homeless people aren't decorating as much as they used to. But the community is waning, so it seems. You had mentioned designing a lot of these. Um, how did you incorporate, you know, like the Snow family has aloha print on their scarves. There's a dog in it. Yes, um, Gino. Is it, is it, oh, that is supposed to be that Gino? That is Gino. Okay, and Gino, for our listeners who aren't aware, was Frank Fossey's dog. Yes. Um, I know that it's kind of by committee, but, but how did all of those, you know, you have to look real closely. There's details in there. How did that come to be? Uh, we've evolved through the years, but we come up with like the snow. They, there was a snow family originally made out of tissue paper. It was very high school football game type of sculptures made out of chicken wire and napkins. And, and because of the elements, and it's up six weeks usually, uh, we had to make it more solid, and again with duty free, I was I had Kirk Nelson, who was a great sculptor, and he did all my floats for duty Aloha Week. I had him do the Shaka Santa, and he did it down in Laie at his house on the beach, and then packed it up and brought it down to the city warehouse where he painted it. And, but it's all getting many people involved. You know, that was one example. But, you know, we've also had Alex Ching on this podcast. Yes. Um, this is supposed to be for the city, and a lot of city workers are put into this. That means that that's not a professional sculptor or right. a professional, you know. Yes. So were there times where it didn't come out just as you pictured it? Yes. And you still have to make do, though. I mean, we make do, and I try to alter it without offending the artist. But uh, Alex was a city employee, and Kirk Nelson taught him how to apply the plaster to it and how to paint. And then he got to be an expert in it in his own right. So he's done a couple of sculptures on his own. Yeah, and there's been some tough asks because I know at one point there was like a choir, so there's yeah. children's faces, and with all the detail of a human face, a human hand, a hum you know, that's, that takes a lot of experience from people that were just being thrown into this because, you know, it's a function of the city. Right, and you can see that when you look at the sculptures. Some are better done than others. But as long as they're happy and bright, we get away with it. How did the Mele Kalikimaka letter blocks come to be? Because that's a real popular one too. Yeah, I, I've stacked it up so that it became a pyramid and we had to build stands so that the wind wouldn't blow it over and people couldn't climb on it. But I also wanted to do Melikalikimaka with a hula halau, dancing hula on the block, uh -huh. sculptured, skinny kids, fat kids. But everybody said, no, we can't have skinny and fat kids. And <laughs> but I thought the profiles would be nice dancing on the blocks. And there's also uh, pu'ili, ipu. Um, yeah, how did that come Hawaiian to instruments. Yeah. Well, we wanted a group. And usually when we have different corporate sponsors will say is there anything you want and they mm. might have an idea like the bear band that's around the christmas tree yeah. we, we dedicated that to hawaiian airlines because they're one of our original sponsors and we had them name the bears uh captain so-and-so and stewardess so-and-so and flight attendant so-and-so and every year 
the employees got to name the characters, and that kind of waned through the years. What about the gnomes? Because we don't have, I mean, it's not very Hawaii, but they still kind of lasted through they, the years. They've lasted because they're standard. They're good old Christmas. <laughs> Are you, it doesn't sound like you're too in love with the gnomes. That's why you notice they don't have a prominent spot. <laughs> well, Owen, thank you so much for your time. Is there anything that we missed? No, you covered everything. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for making time for us. And thank you for listening. Next week, we'll be back with Mayor Rick Blangiardi right here on the One Oahu Podcast. And if you have a question for the mayor, submitting your questions is easy. Just head to oneoahu.org slash podcast. And remember, Honolulu City Lights is free and open to the public from now till December 31st. The tree exhibition and wreath contest inside Honolulu Hale open daily from 7.45 a.m. to 10 p.m. We hope to see you down here. Happy holidays and until next time, aloha. Aloha.